Here is another short take from the Christian Worldview with David Wheaton. Now, I was thinking, Travis, about some of the dynamics that that lead to compromise. There's the fear of man. There's just peer pressure from the culture, from other pastors. Uh, there's the fear of rejection by, by, by someone, by if we don't go with this, uh, if we look outdated, we look patriarchal. Um, there's the fear of persecution if we hold to a biblical line. So, so there's that. There's a, there's a fear of man rather than having a fear of God. We fear what will be done to us. We fear other men. That leads to compromise. Number two, that what else can lead to compromise? A desire for a bigger ministry. You know, maybe someone thinks this is going to, by doing this, this is going to not make us look so narrow. We're going to be, we're going to be more in the mainstream and this is going to enlarge our our ministry, or just conversely that they'll compromise because there's a concern for the diminishing of their ministry if they don't, let's say, go along with the the cultural wave on this particular issue, another or another one like it. Thirdly, what else leads to people to compromise is, and you've seen this often, where there's an influence from maybe the leader who compromises. They have a personal friend. Or maybe their wife or their daughter or their son or, or someone in their life who is close to them, who seemingly has a, a bigger influence on them uh, emotionally, experientially than, than, than the Word of God does. Talk about those, one of those three or two of those three, and how those, those things need to be really forcefully pushed back on when we feel those things in our own lives. You've covered the ground there really well. I think I think those are very good good way of breaking down what leads to compromise. If we were to if we're to kind of wrap all that up though into one uh, concept, it's it's to ask the question: Whom do you fear? Whom do you regard more than anyone else? Whose word will you listen to? Whose approval do you seek? Do you fear God or do you fear man? And I think in, in all those scenarios that you just uh, listed as what leads to compromise, I think the fear of man, fear of God is the issue. You see in the, in the church growth seeker movement uh, throughout the 80s, 90s, into the 2000s, that, that was a fear of man movement. They sent out surveys. Tell us what you, what you want in a church. Tell us what, you, what kind of sermons you want to hear. Tell us what topics we should be covering. You set the agenda for us. Why are they doing that? You know, again, your, your comment about desire for a bigger ministry. In today's world, with the, with the sexual revolution and the way that uh, all the, you know, 40 and unders are thinking about the world, thinking about sexual ethics and, and everything else, the, the message of Christianity, of what the Bible actually teaches, is so radically unpopular. It's, it's not just quaint anymore and outdated. Now it's, it's dangerous. Now that is, that is making people feel unsafe. And so if you're going to try to hold on to a big ministry and attract a lot of people, well, then you've got to fear man and you've got to follow, uh, let the people do what they want. Same thing comes into play in personal relationships. It's, I think it's Deuteronomy 13, where it says if you're your spouse or your son or your daughter or any of your relations say to you, hey, let's follow a foreign god, your hand should be the first to stone them. As you bring them before the community for examination, for leading people into idolatry, if your spouse or your son or your daughter leads you into idolatry, your hand has to be the first 
to to throw the stone. That's that's shocking. But what that passage is revealing in Deuteronomy 13 is that God wants us to fear him above all others. A lack of the fear of God. And in a, in a nation, as David Wells uh, has so clearly said for you know, many years now, the weight of God falls too lightly on the church. He is, he, God is there, but he's, he's toothless. God is there, but he's, he's powerless. He's like a benign grandfather. And when that is the predominant view in so many churches, when that's the vision of God that they're being given in the, in the pulpit through the preaching... Well, then nobody fears that God. Nobody fears that false uh, misrepresentation of God, really. And so, of course, they're going to fear everyone else. They're going to fear the culture. They're going to fear reputation. They're going to fear loss of relationship and all the rest. This has been a short take from The Christian Worldview with David Wheaton. To find out more about The Christian Worldview, order resources, make a donation, become a monthly partner, or contact us, visit thechristianworldview.org. You can also call us at toll-free 1-888-646-2233 or write to us at Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. That's Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331.